1: Hello everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. There's a uh, there was a bill just passed in uh, South Carolina. Set, South Carolina set to ban biological males from competing in women's sports and will require trans athletes to enter events as the gender on their birth certificate. There is a huge problem with this law that these uh, people who passed it, whom I totally support, uh, did not anticipate, and if they don't correct it, it it will ultimately be useless. And that is that your sex will be determined by what's listed on your birth certificate. However, there is a movement in America among those who wish to destroy the male-female distinction or even the belief that they exist so that a Supreme Court nominee cannot answer the question, can you define woman? I don't know why that in, in and of itself did not disqualify Judge Jackson from the Supreme Court of the United States. It shows you a combination of, uh, of dishonesty and weakness that is unbecoming a Supreme Court justice. She damn well knows what a woman is. She's too afraid to say so because she'll alienate the LGBTQ crowd uh, of activists of the Democratic Party. Everyone knows that. Everybody In any event, what is going to happen is what the American Medical Association has already called for, and that is that you not be given sex designation at birth, that nothing be listed, neither male nor female. So eventually, this law will be moot. There won't be any listing for your sex at birth. And consequently, as I said, the law will be moot. The answer is, as, as biology defines you, specifically your chromosomes. Were you, were you born with, although this won't even help either, they'll just deny it, were you born with male or female genitalia and uh, inner organs? If you're born with a vagina and a uterus and ovaries and the ability to produce egg, you're a female. It's, it's, uh, it's astonishing, it's beyond belief that the left gets away with confusing people about this issue. But that is the problem with the South Carolina law. It will require trans athletes to enter events as the gender on their birth certificate. And what if there is no gender on a birth certificate as woke parents are now doing? In New York State, you you don't have to list male or female. That's right. These sick, 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 well-educated parents who raise a child with no sexual identity. Let them choose. poor kid to have such parents. That is why we're so angry at the scummy organization called Disney dropping calling the people in their parks boys and girls or ladies and gentlemen. That alone should mean the end of Disney as we know it. That you are not prepared to acknowledge that there are boys and girls at Disney World or Disneyland. That has nothing to do, by the way, with L, G, B, T, or Q. Nothing. A transgender is a boy or a girl. This goes beyond transgender. This is a denial of the existence of boys and girls. That is an existential threat. Not global warming. Which is a problem, but not an existential threat. Meanwhile the NCAA, another loathsome organization, because everything the left touches it ruins, whether it's the AMA or the NCAA, recently said it would bar states with anti-trans laws from hosting championships. How interesting. Wherever there is power, the left Gravitates to and then uses it to strangle opposition. Anywhere. Governor Henry McMaster said the organization ought to mind their own business. Mind your own business? (laughs) Mind your own business. It's impossible for anyone on the left. Their whole point is to control others. If you can't control others, you're not on the left. If you don't want to control others, you're not on the left. Conservatives don't believe in controlling others, they believe in controlling yourself. Not all conservatives do it. People are flawed. But that is a big difference between left and right. The left wishes to control others and the right wishes to control themselves, which will produce a better society, my friends, which. So in light of that, I have a very interesting story for you from the Daily Mail as well. Kenosha, remember Kenosha, Wisconsin? That was in the news. Kenosha elects GOP executive for the first time ever. Ever? It's hard to believe. In the wake of the 2020 BLM riots that caused $50 million in damage and left the city looking, quote, like a war zone, as conservatives claim its early sign It's an early sign of the midterms red wave. I don't think conservatives should talk about an impending red wave. You don't know what will happen, and setting people up to be overconfident is a big danger, in my opinion. November is a very, very long time. It's a half a year from now, the election. Although, if the Democrats have their way, it's five months from now, not six, they have a election day has become election month. Samantha Kirkman defeated Democrat Rebecca matuska mentink that's, that's a handful. Rebecca matuska mentink It's a hyphen last name. I always wonder about the hyphen last names. So their children, uh, if if she has children, I presume their last name is Mataska Mentink. Well, maybe not. Maybe she hyphenated her name. Her husband did not hyphenate his name, if she has a husband, in which case the children would have one last name. But if you have a hyphenated last name and you marry a hyphenated last name, what happens? I, I, I don't know the answer. But I can't believe that there are Americans walking around with four last names. So I, I don't know what they do. Although the election was billed as nonpartisan, Kirkman was backed by GOP, by the GOP, in what some conservatives are saying signals further GOP wins in November. Kenosha was besieged by rioters who torched cars and local businesses following the non-fatal police shooting of a black suspect in 2020. Two days later, Kyle Rittenhouse, 17, fatally shot two men and wounded a third. During a riot in Kenosha, the protests led to more than, and rioting led to more than $50 million worth of damage. So it's actually, it's a, It said in the opening, it was the first time, in the headline, it was the first time ever that Kenosha elected a GOP executive. So, I I guess so. The state turned red for the first time since 1998. I guess that's a separate election. Boy, I tell you, are we living to see justice? The party that backed riots might pay for it? There is a God. It's back to school time, and you may be burdened with college bills or private school tuition expenses. Dennis Prager here with home equity at an all-time high and interest rates low. It is a great time to refinance your home to get cash out to pay those bills. I suggest you contact Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian at andrewandtodd.com. They're with Sierra Pacific Mortgage, people I trust, and you should too. Just go online and take 30 seconds to answer a few questions. This gives them the information they need to give you valuable information often on the first call. Andrew and Todd are not brokers, they're bankers. So they can handle your loan from start to finish and they are always in your corner. Take that first step today toward getting that cash that you need. Andrew and Todd are with you every step of the way. Go to andrewandtodd.com or call 888-1172, andrewandtodd.com or 888-1172. 888-1172. times in which we live are remarkable. Apparently, something I did on Bill Morris' show, November 2019, that's, uh, let's see, two and a half years ago, and I've made reference to it on the show, but for whatever reason, it's gotten another life. It's widely being circulated, my appearance on his show, when he and the audience laughed at me for saying that the left says men menstruate. It is an astonishing thing that I was laughed at for something that now they affirm with utter seriousness. Left-wing ideas go from laughable idiocy, dangerous laughable idiocy, to normative in, in about a year. The power of the mainstream media to normalize what is sick uh, is infinite. If men menstruate becomes normative when the left, like the Bill Maher audience, laugh at it one day and affirm it the next six months, you have an idea of the power of people to be sheep, And the power of repeated lies working. This is about as good an example. I thank God I was on his show. uh, So that you have a living demonstration of the speed with which idiocy becomes normative. Then menstruate is laughed at by Bill Maher and his audience and then is affirmed, at least by his audience. I don't know if Bill Maher would say men menstruate. I, it would be great to go back on the show and, and ask him, does he still find that laughable? Now, I would hope that he would, but he wouldn't be laughing at the idea that it is said, he would be laughing at the idea. What is the root of all this? There are many roots, but one is a staggering absence of meaning in the life of leftists. And they they derive both meaning and, in, in every case of activists, income from filling the void with nihilistic ideas. Boredom plus secularism plus affluence equals leftism. That is my equation. The the leftism could be environmentalism, it could be LGBTQ activism, but that's what it is. It's quite remarkable. Chicago, Lee, hello Lee.
0: Hello, Mr. Breyer. Hi. Um, I I was calling because with this whole gender discussion, how are these? I know the I guess one of the courts out west ruled the California law unconstitutional about the appointees to uh, boards for corporations. But how would they enforce that if you can choose whatever gender you are?
1: That's exactly. Yes.
0: Are all boards 100 percent like female then?
1: Well, theoretically, it could be uh, if they appointed transgender men to fill the men's positions and biological women to or cisgender, as the the term they made up. Then you could have theoretically an all female board. That is
0: correct. Well, if it's Miss Springer also, then if it's so fluid, what if I only identified as a female while at work?
1: Uh, well, you might want to ask a different question. What if you don't? If there's, <laughs> th- what if you don't identify as Disney wants you to, as nothing, uh, or as you? If you don't identify with either, which is Disney's aim, so you, you there's no place for you on the board. So the, the, it's a very interesting. Th- <laughs> actually, you raise an interesting <laughs> problem for the left. If if the board has to be fifty percent female then and there's no provision for certain percentage of no sex non binary, their term, clearly the non binary are excluded. Well, they they haven't grappled with that one yet. I I hope they do. I hope that it reaches the a point where even the average American who pays no attention to any of this? Will say, "Whoa, that's a, that is a." Uh, that, those are, uh, what is it? To step too far. What is the what is the phrase? If there's a phrase that when you've gone too far, that a too far? I was thinking, "A bridge too far," but it doesn't make sense. How's a what is a bridge too far? Have to do I, that was the word that came to my mind, but it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's a tunnel too far that's that's it. Yeah, there's no provision in the California bill which was rendered by the way, unconstitutional by a judge, amazingly, in California. But there's no provision for the non binary. Yes. Do you know that there's no there's no transgender on the court? The Supreme Court? There's no non binary? Do you realize how non representative of America the Supreme Court is? We'll be back in a moment.
0: The Dennis Prager Show.
1: Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. He created the Giza Dream Bedsheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets. That comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99. For a limited time, with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's softcover book free when you use promo code PRAGER. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Prager. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress, topper, MyPillow towel sets, and more. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code Prager, or MyPillow.com, promo code Prager. All right, everybody, it's a pleasure... Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Amber Athey who's gotten national attention for being fired from a conservative radio station, WMAL, in Washington, D.C. And the level of offense will be immediately apparent to you. She commented on Kamala Harris's brown suit mentioned that it was fitting for more fitting for a UPS person, and that brown was not the best color for her. As you all know, saying that brown is not the best color for you is racist. In fact, it's not only racist, it is sexist, it is imperialist, it is xenophobic, homophobic, islamophobic, it, it is home it is transphobic. I, I, uh, Amber, I can't believe you would say something that vicious.
2: (laughs) I know. I apparently uh, went a little bit too far on this one, Dennis, because some very dishonest left-wing activists took this tweet, screenshotted it, and started spreading all of these accusations about me. But not only did they do this on social media, they also targeted my employers, both as spectator, uh, where I still work, Uh, now and also to WMAL which is a property of Cumulus Media and executives at Cumulus Media actually fell for this dribble and decided that they needed to fire me for my horrible racism
1: would you please tell us if you remember it word for word what you tweeted
2: I sure do it was Kamala looks like a UPS employee what can Brown do for you absolutely nothing apparently or nothing good apparently i suppose
1: it was i'm quiet because I, I i'm trying in the in the outer stretches of my mental universe to figure out why that's racist
2: yep yeah, uh, it, it, it's a it's a great question
1: <laughs> you, so what tell me uh, chronologically what happened so you put out that tweet what was the next thing that happened
2: Yeah, so initially when the tweet was put out on March 1st, no one seemed to have a problem with it, which seems like the reasonable reaction to what was obviously a joke about the UPS slogan. However, a few days later, I ended up getting involved in a Twitter spat with some left-wing activists who want to be able to uh, encourage medical transitions for children who are told that they're transgender. So things like chemical castration, surgical intervention, you name it. I am opposed to this because I think it is child abuse and anti-truth and these people didn't like that very much. So they decided that I needed to be silenced. They dug through my Twitter history, managed to find this Kamala tweet and thought that they would be able to reframe it as racist. And then uh, my employer, Cumulus Media, ended up firing me about a week later, which was very strange because the backlash that I got for the tweet on social media lasted maybe 24 to 48 hours and would have all blown over, except for the fact that Cumulus ended up deciding to fire me, and now they're getting about ten times as much uh, public attention over the fact that they fired me than they ever would have for that tweet.
1: Okay. Uh, I I believe in reward and punishment. Clearly, most of it comes later, because... This world is filled with injustice, but I still like to see it on this planet while we're living. What are the names of the people who fired you?
2: Yes, their names are Jeff Bowden, he is the vice president of Cumulus Operations in Washington, D.C., and Kristen Fancellus, who is the vice president of human resources for Cumulus Media. And to this day, we still don't actually know the names of the people who made the decision to fire me. I only know the names of the people who actually made the phone call to me to terminate me. So I would also love to know eventually who was the decision That's maker right. behind that. That's because right. Because I think they deserve to be held accountable as well.
1: No, they deserve to lose their jobs. They deserve to be national villains. These people are disgusting. And uh, it, it reflects on Cumulus as as just another yeah. den of cowards woke cowards but woke coward is redundant so I I I am I'm almost as angry as you I might be angrier than you actually The, the so Cumulus owns WMAL did anybody at WMAL say gee this is really awful
2: They did. All of my co-hosts did, as well as other hosts on the radio station. They've all spoken in support of me on their shows, as well as on social media. But what's really horrible about this is Cumulus didn't even ask any of us our opinion about the tweet before they fired me. So we spent the last month trying to appeal the decision. But as you know, once a soulless corporation makes a decision like this, it's never going to be reversed.
1: Okay, we'll continue with Amber Athey. I'm speaking with Amber Athey. She was fired from her talk show host position for tweeting a comment on Kamala Harris's choosing Brown. She made a cute comment about UPS, and that was it. It's, it's, I was going to say it's hard to believe, but there was nothing hard to believe today. I, I really want to punish Cumulus. It's, it's important that this happened, that it, it, that Cumulus be listed with Disney. As just a, a, another scummy organization. Uh, the your, the people you work with at W M A L, were were as angry as I am
2: yes they were and in fact a lot of them were trying to work behind the scenes over the past months to get me back on the air and since i went public with my decisions or what happened to me they've been speaking out on their own programs on wmal which i think is a rather brave thing to do um and you know i think your point about cumulus being similar to disney is really important because what disney did is it betrayed families what cumulus did is it betrayed conservatives they're two most uh, you know prolific and uh, biggest profit makers I mean these are the people who pay all of their money for the services that these organizations provide only for those corporations to turn on them and Cumulus has been the host of the Rush Limbaugh show of Mark Levin of Dan Bongino of Ben Shapiro And if they fired a conservative host every time the left accused them of racist, there would very quickly be no host left. They clearly don't abide or understand the values that we're talking about on their radio stations. And even worse, they're making millions of dollars a year off of those values.
1: Well, I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but have any of these national names spoken out?
2: Um, I know that Dan Bongino has. He actually had me on his program the day that I went public with this, and uh, we had a long interview discussing the decision. And uh, I haven't heard anything from Ben or from Mark Levin, but all of the daytime hosts, Larry O'Connor, my former co-host, spoke out, Vince Colonnais spoke out, and Dan spoke out. So I would love to see more hosts talking about this. And I've heard from a lot of former Cumulus employees as well that they experienced similar behavior from corporate when they were working at these radio stations. And so something culturally really has to change or else I think the future of the ability of these hosts to speak freely on their stations is at risk.
1: Well, no kidding. Are you looking for another radio job?
2: I would love to be back on the radio. The truth is I'm going to be fine. I still have my full-time job as a spectator, writing for them they got similar emails to cumulus and they laughed and deleted them which is what every conservative outlet should be doing in response to the left-wing smear campaigns. but i i'm mostly disappointed because i really loved the job i loved working with larry i loved my other co-hosts and i really enjoyed being able to talk to local conservatives about the issues that matter to them and so that was the biggest loss for me and I really feel for people who don't have the financial backup that I do and who get canceled and don't have the platform or allies in conservative media who can defend them.
1: I just want to restate that there is nothing in the most fevered mind that could find anything objectionable let alone racist in what you tweeted. If you can't make a joke about a brown outfit and the UPS, then clearly anything is possible. Uh, And and obviously anything has become possible. How do people get in touch with Cumulus? I think they should be aware of the rage at their cowardice.
2: I agree. People can go to cumulusmedia.com. There's a standard corporate contact form there. That is the contact form that was used by the left-wing activists to send emails complaining about me and calling for me to be fired. So I see no reason why conservatives shouldn't flood the same corporate contact form to tell them what they think of this decision. And they should also tweet at them, at Cumulus Media, and make their voices heard. And tweet at uh, WMALDC as well, because if WMAL can't protect its conservative talent, then they need to be out from under cumulus media. Otherwise, what is the point of even hosting conservative talk radio without the ability for freedom of speech?
1: Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, there's been one sacrosanct place for conservatives, and it has been talk radio. But if the left can now manipulate the employers of conservative hosts, like me, obviously then there is no sacred space. There is no, if to use their term, safe space even for conservatives working for conservatives.
2: That is exactly right. This really puts the, the future of conservative talk radio at huge risk. And I want to hit on something you alluded to earlier, Dennis, which is that this tweet was totally anodyne. I've had people trying to come after me to cancel me for years, ever since I was an outspoken conservative at Georgetown University. So this isn't totally surprising to me, but at the very least, I thought that they would go after something at least a little bit edgier. I mean, I've said worse things on air on WMALDC, and yet this was the thing that was apparently a bridge too far. And that really strikes me as especially unfair uh, and what I think has outraged so many people about this decision.
1: By the way, I just want to mention this to my listeners. You would not know what I'm referring to, but she said "a bridge too far," Sean. I don't understand that phrase. By the way, so uh, just for the <laughs> I record, I don't think anybody does. Right,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are a joy. I, I I'm going to look around. I, I want your voice out there. You're, you're, uh, you're a special young woman, and you have the most important trait that a good person should have, and that's courage. So it's a delight to make your acquaintance.
2: Thank you, Dennis. I really appreciate you giving me a platform
1: with pleasure. Everybody, you want to fight? Don't curse, but, uh, let Cumulus know that, the, they are going the way of Disney and we will react accordingly. All right, you don't have to call in folks about a bridge too far. I, I get it. It's, uh, it's from the military, and it's one that is not not conquerable. Is that correct? That's what I've been reading uh, from World War II. All right, anyway, I'm not going to take calls on that because I, I now understand that. Yes, and it's really something what this uh, young woman... <laughs> is fired for I, I, you read the tweet Cumulus is supposedly uh, you heard all the, the conservatives that they employ the issue for Cumulus is not ideological the issue for Cumulus is cowardice cowardice is the human norm we are not born courageous we're born cowards that's, that's human nature it's one of the hundred reasons I have such contempt for the belief that human nature is basically good. It's as stupid a belief as a human can hold. I'm, I'm reading, in that regard, I am reading about former Islamic State hostages testifying to the cruelty of their Islamic State guards. One is on trial, a big one, one of those Brit British Muslims who tortured people for fun. And you, you think about these people and how many they are there are when the circumstances allow people to act that way, and then you have people walking around saying people are basically good. You know why uh, people say it? Because they live in a society that has made cruelty the rarity. And so they get naive. They think, oh, look at how nice Americans are as a rule, which is true. And then they conclude uh, people are basically good. I will be bringing information to you about a debate I'm having with a rabbi who says people are basically good. It's, uh, it will be streamed on Salem and it, it, there will be tickets available. I think it's a truly important debate because it's a truly bad idea. And back to my original point, Cumulus proves that cowardice is the norm. Was there nobody at Cumulus who said, Are you kidding? They they don't they they're not able to say that even to the leftists who make these demands. Are you kidding? The woman compared the made a joke about Kamala Harris's brown suit to UPS which wears brown and we're going to fire her? She will no longer be able to work, speak, earn a living from us? Wow, right to cumulus.